Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, we're going to talk about who does your kid love more, mom or dad? Obviously, we're not biased. Dude, Uh, I got to be honest, man. Is that ever answered with the dad? (laughs) I kind of can't believe it does until they're older. You know, yeah, exactly. If your mom wasn't there, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a solid B option always, which is, you know, nice, I guess. She could choose, like, her grandparents over me, so that's something. Sometimes I think my kid does, so maybe maybe the question is me or grandma. But, yeah, let's let's, let's talk about more things we're more experts on than being Also parents, less, less depressing. Yeah, I know. We're not <laughs> expert parenting. Good joke. No, well, we are experts in the field of Marvel. Um, Got that going for to talk us. About. I'm Coach, and with me as always... Josh Kennedy from Facebook. God, I love that guy. Hey, let's talk some Marvel stuff. We're still uh, in the down days waiting for She-Hulk. Attorney, is it called Attorney at Law? Fishing? Yes, it is. It okay. sure is. I, they've changed the title, the screen a couple times. Okay, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, comes next week. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the episode. But uh, today, we've got a fun little game we're going to play, as we always kind of do on these off weeks. Kick it around. But I did want to talk about I Am Groove for just a second. I'm glad you want to talk about them because I have not seen them. Yeah, good. Don't. So number one, they're nothing. They are nothing. The first one, there's like no dialogue. It's just nothing happening. I mean, obviously he's Groove. He says I Am Groove. But nothing happens in any of these. It's it's a bunch of nothingness. They're really, really short. But, but CGI is gnarly. It's incredible CGI. Like, absolutely, there's no way She-Hulk trailer should look the way it does. And this I Am Groot show looks the way it does. The show just doesn't need to exist. They put any resources they put to it were poorly allocated. This isn't for kids. Were, were they trying to keep Vin Diesel on retainer? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Man, I have no idea. But, like, as short as it is, you know it still had to have taken just an incredible amount of work to make... Groot look as good as he does and the stretching and stuff he does. It blows my mind. Whatever. It was probably a good gamble though. Have you seen how popular that character is? I mean, but I see nothing, him as bumper stickers, toys, pop figures, t-shirts. He's not quite, he's no Grogu, but he's, he's selling things out. I would say he's a, uh, he's a popular character. If anybody has watched more than two episodes of this, I will applaud them. They're three minutes long each. And if you even bothered to watch a third one, I would be impressed. Um, but yeah, Grogu versus Groot. As so I saw a little bit rekindling of the debate. I don't think I've ever asked you where you land on this side. No, nope. there's only one side. Where do you where do you land on it? It's Grogu, of course. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I'm still a fan of the original Groot. I don't care for teenage Groot. I don't care care for young adult. You know, Warhammer creating uh, whatever Groot he is in Endgame. Uh, the original Groot's the one. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the image of baby Groot. Post the original Guardians was cute because it's he's died, he's back, great. I didn't like <laughs> Baby Groot in that movie, even Guardians 2. I mean, there was oh, that like one cute scene where he was trying to bring them back the, the whatever object they needed. I did and he cry failed the six times. I literally fell over and cried in theaters that scene. But I thought you were okay. like emotional over it, and I was like, but no, which is so funny. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh but I thought it was cute in Guardians 2, but still Grogu is just 
God, dude, everything Grogu does actually like is legitimately what my yeah, baby does. It's I insane. will say the marketing and the merchandise has gone too far. You can't go anywhere without seeing Grogu. And then everyone just says Baby Yoda. So it's like you're selling merch, but they don't even know the name. It's a bunch of fake fans. It's like Metallica shirts at Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, there's still a lot of Metallica shirts in Walmart. I know, that's the best part. It's like, I don't wear it because I'm not a huge Metallica guy. Like, I like their some of their music enough, but I'm not going to get called out by those angry 40-year-old men that want me to name three songs, you know what I mean? I'm literally wearing Grogu pajamas right now, as a matter of fact. I'm wearing pajamas that have the Mando, Boba Fett, and Grogu in reindeer ears. It's great. Nice. It's uh, a little early for Christmas apparel, but respect, uh, yeah. respect to you. I bought them last Christmas. They're great. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Let's uh, let's jump into our game, shall we? I don't quite have a name for it quite yet. It's sort of like a what movie is he talking about? Although it's not. I entitled this "Guess the Marvel Movie." That was just my uh, first little good. pitch there. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, so generally, what the premise is? So unfortunately, Robert Ebert died. I was not aware of that when I started this idea, but he died in 2013. Some of these movies are actually his review. If you don't know who Robert Ebert is, he Roger Ebert. He is one of the most famous uh, critics, probably the, you know, the authority and whatever. He's kind of like the go-to name for a while. Um, he still has a website and you know a bunch of award-winning critics are on his website. So I used his website and his website only to come up with this list. Okay. I looked up some different Marvel movies and I just kind of like pick and chose what they said because I thought it was interesting. Coach, I just thought um, of a way we could evolve this game after this one because we can only do this so many times. We could also get it to the point where, like, you or myself are the host and we just give, like, little hints about characters within a movie with another guest. But, yeah. like, this one has someone with blue skin. It's, and then you, you kind of like 20 questions, really. A little, yeah, a little, little trivia. Little, I think this will be fun. I'm mean, curious. Yeah. It's also fun to hear about, like, what critics think of these movies. I know, right? There's some that I thought were going to get panned that weren't, and there's some that are, like, are panned that I was like, oh, I'm surprised that that's uh, getting this harsh. So I have three parts of each review that I took out, like, little lines. Some are in context, some aren't. And they get a little progressively easier as they go. Mm-hmm. We'll see how many you can get and how quickly you can get them. Um, this is including guys, all Marvel movies, correct? Not just the MCU. Movie, yeah. Okay, not, make not sure. Not necessarily the MCU. Or the, so this is including like Blade from the '90s and uh, have, things like that. Blade. It could not have Blade. Who knows? X Men, you know. Fantastic Four. I hope yes. it doesn't have like Eric Bana's Hulk because I won't get that one. <laughs> I don't know. There's an. I didn't even look at. It's not. Well, two of them are High School Musical, though. So okay. Okay. Well, you know they're they're known for their involvement in the MCU. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's do it. Play along at home. See if you do better than Josh. Um, yeah. Like good on you. You probably will. But you know yeah. what? I like to think I know things. I just don't read critic re- like critical reviews. I just don't. And when I do read reviews, I don't read who wrote the reviews. It's just not my thing. I like to have my own opinion and then just kind of spit it out everywhere. That's why I have a podcast. I agree. That's a good point. That is why we're here. Let's jump in. We'll start with one uh, I was a little surprised by. I'm going to give the, the part of the review. You try to guess the movie. If you don't get it, we'll move on to the next hint. Let's okay. See if that helps. So I'll try and talk mm-hmm. out my uh, my logic as I'm thinking so we're not doing a bunch of dead air. But if you also want to toss in some commentary, like... Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It'll work yes. out. Think, think as you go, guys who are listening. See if you can get them uh, while Josh talks. So this first one, he writes... A failure of a film starting with the story. 
perhaps an adequate story for an animated movie where the characters were played by piglets. What a... Perhaps an animated fiction. Perhaps an adequate story for an animated movie, but it is not that. It's a failure of a film, mainly because of its story. And he said it starts with a story, correct? That's what it's He's saying that's why. He's like, the failure of a film... And the main reason it failed. Oh, okay. So it's not like up where you get the 15 minute romance story and then you get a story. Now I get what you're saying. Okay. (sighs) Maybe it would be good enough for animated movies, but it's not good enough for a superhero movie. Um, you know what? The first guardians movie comes to mind because it seems like that would be prime time for an animated picture and the plot could be considered weak by some. Nope. Nope, let's, not uh, Guardians. Let's try the next one. Try this one. This one might help. Think of the timeline that's getting established here. Mm-hmm. So blank, I'm not going to say the name of the movie, obviously, has a Rotten Tomato score of 79%. But why is it so high? The quality of superhero movies have already been established at this point with the likes of Iron Man, Spider-Man, or The Dark Knight. And that company, blank, is pitiful. That company what? Company yeah, blank. In oh it's, okay, so it's that, like that movie doesn't stack up to those movies. So why is it Rotten Tomato score? Because it's a Fox that? movie. So and it's after. Um, is it? Can I can I narrow it down? Do is it like twenty questions? Like I mean, should you're only I... gonna get three guesses total. So you can talk through it though. But can I ask questions on top of it because I feel like that takes away from the game a little bit. No, if it needs to quote, to clarify what he said in this quote. Okay, well that's that, not yeah. exactly. Uh, well, if he says this company, so I got to imagine that it's not Disney. Is that a fair assumption? Am I allowed to ask that? I mean Dark Knight's not in in Disney. I know that. I think I think he means in the company of like compared to other superhero movies. Oh, he doesn't like mean legitimate his. company like Disney versus yeah. Fox. Okay, seventy nine percent. After Iron Man came out, so post two thousand eight. Hmm. I want to guess one of the X Men one X Men Apocalypse. No, that didn't get a seventy nine, did it? It wasn't that high. Was it Days of Future Past, though? Let me do that instead. Nope. was not okay. Days of Future Past. This might help a little bit. I think this last clue helps a little bit. Superheroes movies live and die by their villains. And Blank, the name of the character, mm-hmm. has a very shabby crew to go along, including a not-so-helpful... Uh, no, I can't say that. That'll give it away. So, terrible villain. There's a terrible villain in this movie, is essentially what it's saying. He has a shabby crew? Shabby crew of the the villains he has to help his movie are terrible villains. Okay, read that whole one over again so I can mull it over. Superhero movies live and die by their villains, and Blank, yep. being the name mm-hmm. of the character, has a very shabby crew of villains to help his cause. It's very shabby crew of villains to help his cause. One and it's talking about the out. character. So that means the villain has a crew. I can put, kind of put that together there. Possibly. Think of what movie is relatively well-liked, came out around the time of Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Dark Knight. Has a terrible villain. Well, Dark Knight and Iron Man were 2008, but then Spider-Man 3 was 
I don't know, 06, 07, and it was not critically acclaimed. It might have been relating to the original Spider-Man. Um, had a story that could go with just be good for Joe. Is it is it the first Thor movie? It actually is the first Thor Let's movie. Let's go. Oh, man, I'm so good at this. It is the first. I was surprised that he panned Thor. He was very upset. That's actually a Roger Dean review. He was, uh, did not like Thor at all. But it was... Uh, all right. Well, I pulled that one in the clutch. I don't think that was super easy, but it was. It, it got me. It got me there. I was surprised you got it. Uh, how bad your first two guesses were? I thought you had no chance. Well, you know, kind of hard to make a, an educated guess. <laughs> All right, let's try again. We'll see if we can uh, continue down this track. Oh, that was pretty good. Like I said, you, you yeah, I like that. That was fun. I can, I, I can do it again. I'll be hopefully. curious if anybody, if anybody listening, was able to pull that together in the first two quotes because I don't know that I, I would. Other than the timeline one, maybe the fact that you're like, all right, what's right after Spider-Man, Iron Man? You would just kind of guess. You did it say that, which Spider-Man? Which Spider-Man was he referring to? I don't know because I'm assuming it's the first Spider-Man. Well, he. So I mean. Right? It, that's my guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's 2004, though. That's not 2008. <laughs> Let's keep a roll. Next Three. one here. This will be a fun one. Um, we'll start right off this. And I quote, so this, you kind of got to listen because it feels out of context unless you're listening. It starts just like this. There must be a great threat. The heroes must be enlisted. The villain that? must be dramatized. Threat. Did you say threat? Okay. Start there over. Must Sorry. Be a threat. Okay. There must be a threat. Mm-hmm. The heroes must be enlisted. The villain must be dramatized. Some personality defects are probed. And then the last hour or so consists of special effects in which large things fly around in combat. The results in deafening crashes and explosions and great balls of fire. Avengers Age of Ultron. It's not Avengers Age of Ultron. That's a good guess, though. Cause it, yeah, it's... Oh, CJ fights in the sky, things flying around, ends in a fiery ball. Yeah, I mean, they drop. Sokovia. <laughs> the next quote is one of my favorite quotes not of, the Sokovia, whole but... of all the things I read. This is one of my favorite quotes. It goes, shows, Comic-Con nerds will have multiple orgasms. That's all it oh. Says. oh. Ends in CGI. I mean, Endgame also ends in a big CGI fight. Um, haven't gotten any context to release date. So what was... What's the first excerpt again give me that one again it was just that there must be a, he was just talking very generically there must be a threat the heroes must be enlisted the villain must be dramatized some personality effects are probed and then the last hour consists of special effects blah blah, blah. comic-con nerds are gonna orgasm multiple times that just made that just screams end game to me so that is going to be my second guess Nah, but like you're on the right the thought process you're on the right thought process i believe all right this last one should give it away if you really think about it. It's like an all-star game or a chef sampling the menus at a fancy restaurant. Think about like, you know, it, like you said, it does apply to all of them, but when would that make it in a review? Uh, I mean, it seems like a team-up movie, but Civil War doesn't end in a big CGI explosion. It more ends in a different way. So that would be the other like big team up one I'm thinking of. And well, this will help. <laughs> Do you know what year this guy died? He died in 2003. No, 2013. 13. Oh, Jesus. He scared me. Okay. This, is a, this was a Roger Ebert review. Okay. That helps immensely because then it definitely can't be Endgame. It definitely can't be Infinity War. Okay. 2013. That actually helps me a bunch. Uh, team up. Marvel movie. 
Uh, all right, let's hit let's hit the the hot markers in each of those. So go just the the most important thing you would say in the first uh, the first two. He just he lists the how generic it is. Uh huh. Yep. Essentially, what he does. Comic Con people Comic-Con are gonna orgasm. Multiple orgasms, mm-hmm. and then he says it's like an all star game where a chef sampling the menu is at the fancy restaurants. It's like an all star right. game. It's, it's a team up movie. Yeah, but if it's, I well, think about okay, the first Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie. Okay, obviously, cool. it's the first Avengers. Movie. Okay, What's, I got it. I got it. <laughs> if you really think about it, that's like the first time you would really. I mean, you would include that in the review. Yep. All right. You wouldn't have. I was on the track that whole one. I guess two different I, Avengers I movies before that last one. All right, let's keep down the, the flow then. I, I gave you a little bit of a hint there, but I'll, I'll give it to you anyway. Well, I if didn't. I just didn't know when he died. <laughs> That helps me a lot because that you can't review something post death. I actually think only one more of these, two more of these, he actually reviewed himself. Some of these are just uh, uh, just from his site. Just from his well, site. I guess tell me that at the beginning. Nope. Well, all right. Suck it. Um, I told you last time that was, that was the only thing you needed there. Okay, here we go. Listen closely. I'll try to talk clearly. It is telling when the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. uses its immense power to operate. An assembly line, but it's just as telling when there's a deeply human spark to one of their projects. Deeply human spark. Okay, and it's like an assembly line, so it's part of the MCU. Something very human. And is it Iron Man three? It's not Iron Man three. I like what you're saying though. That's, that's a good. That's a good thought process because it is a little different, but it's also very similar. Also, the human element. I was like, yeah, I mean, he's suffering from PTSD, which is a very human thing. To I got you. Out. All right. I like this next one. Um, I'm going to start with the word blank because that's I don't want to give the name of the actor away. OK, it's an actor, though. Got it. Blank is so watchable and how he combines a striking, bulky presence with an endearing innocence, a la Channing Tatum in his own box office heyday. Sounds like reminds a- him of Channing Tatum a little bit. Sounds like a Chris Hemsworth quote because that man is very bulky and handsome. I guess they're all pretty jacked, though. And human element. And innocence, he says. And innocence, yes. Endearing innocence. Well, that could also be Chris Evans, I suppose. It could be. It could be be one of the Chris's. That's where I'm leaning. Uh, assembly line, very human. The human friendship in uh, the Winter Soldier is uh, very prevalent. I'm gonna go with that one as my guess. Oh, good call though. Good call. All right, you've been getting it on the third guess every time. So let's see if we can get it here. Um, who feel it good here? I'm gonna say blank again. Cause this time is also an actor's name that I'm leaving out. A different actor? Maybe. <laughs> The key to the story is okay. in the eyes of the father, where the choice, the best choice was in casting blank, is he was able father. to use his experience from countless romance films. The key to the story is in the eyes of the father, where the best choice they made was in casting blank, where he was able to use his experience from countless romance films. Countless romance films. Was Anthony Hopkins a big romance guy? We never meet captain america's dad at any point so i'm gonna take him off the list <sighs> endearing innocence i swear to god it, no it's definitely not kurt russell there's no way <laughs> key to the story 
I will say that it was an overall positive review. That's what I will say. That does help because I don't think Guardians 2 is well received. Okay. Human Element is a keys to the eyes of the father. It's another Marvel movie. This is my last guess, isn't it? Yep. Shoot, and it doesn't help that he died in 2013 because it could be someone else on his thing. Could be someone so else. let me talk through my logic this time. You don't uh, need to actually. I won't. I'll lock in my guess when I lock in my guess. Um, yeah. Eyes of the Father. My first kind of reaction is Black Panther, where he talks to his dad in the ancestral plane, but he's not a main character, and he was also in Civil War, obviously, but not a very large scene. So in my head, it has to be someone that has a more of a presence through the film. He has a kid. I don't. I don't think it's one of the Thor movies. I don't think we would be going to that well again. Um, also, Thor two is terrible. <laughs> Just it could be high school shot from the side yeah yeah i mean his dad is the basketball coach and he puts a lot of pressure on him but he chooses to join the theater because he wants to you know hook up with vanessa hudgens eyes of the father assembly line marvel film uh version of humanity who could this possibly be i can't say you can't say the phase oh wait oh maybe i have it uh through the eyes of the is it ant-man Oh, I thought you were going to get it, dude. How do you not get this? You just argued that the father was the most important part of this movie. It's Shang-Chi. Oh, that's so recent. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you just argued about the father. That's why I thought it was such a good clue at the end. Couldn't do it. I mean, Ant-Man being the father in the like the evolution uh, of him as a father in the first Ant-Man movie uh, yeah. made sense to me. I got it. I know what you mean. That's, that's all right. That's Two out of three ain't bad. So Two or three's not bad so far. But you could also be terrible at the rest of these. So who knows how that's I mean, based on guesses, I'm actually only two for nine. So really, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first one is like, come on. It's impossible. Really get yeah. All right. This next one. Blank, the character. Okay. Actually, is molded in bodysuits that define his six-pack abs, but unlike Batman's doesn't give him dime sized nipples. I think that's, okay. that's a telling clue. I think it is a telling clue. Um, so he's got molded abs into his suit. It's a pretty common thing in superhero films, but not all that common in the MCU. Iron Man's got his armor. Star Lord wears his jacket. Thor wears armor. Captain America, I don't know if you can ever see his abs. You can see his pecs always because he's just got a huge, just, he's jacked. And this is also could be not uh, an MCU film because there are other Marvel films. Uh, Who has ripped abs? Think of the timeline that's established in that quote. Well, what what do you mean? Read the read the quote again. Mold the bodysuit that defines a six pack ad, but unlike Batman's, doesn't give him dime sized nipples. Okay, yeah. So it's back in like it's post the '90s Batman films, which is telling because he wouldn't reference that in modern day. It's probably one of the Spider-Man movies, if I had to guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones could it possibly be. There's I mean, Human Torch has pretty tight 
sued on in uh, Fantastic Four as well. But I am going to go with the first Spider-Man movie. Ooh, incorrect. Good, good thought process, though. I like it. All right, this next one. That was um, the first one, right? Oh, man, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get this one easy, except I so, won't. The context uh, to this quote is that he's talking about two people in the movie. It's, I don't, it's hard to say the whole quote without using the names, but it's a relationship, I guess I'll say. A it's a relationship, relationship in the movie, and he says... Like platonic or like romantic? Uh, that... I don't think it really says. Okay. I know the answer because I know the answer, but not. it's not really said in the quote. It, more or less, he says, they play their roles more or less as if they were real people, which is kind of a novelty in movies like this. Play their roles like real people. Play their roles like real people. It's it's an older movie because of the Batman quote, so I can't jump all the way to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because that's too far into the future, but I like the way him and Emma Stone play those characters, and I would argue they're pretty human, but I don't want to go to that well. <sighs> Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst, I, I don't know. They're, they're, I was never a huge fan of their relationship in that movie, so it feels like they probably wouldn't have said that. So I feel like I got to get off the Spider-Man train, but what? Who else has spandex suits? That's the real, uh, the real problem here. It's a Marvel movie. That? We can't do an X-Men movie because they don't ever have anything tight enough to see their abs. They wear that weird black leather getup in the trilogy. Um, can't do it's. So I'm just gonna scratch Wolverine because he doesn't ever wear that. I agree. So that helps. I think I can just scrap the X-Men all together. So that also helps. Early 2000s, two characters, shredded abs. If the movie crossed your mind, I think you would have already guessed it. That's my thought process. So if you haven't thought about it yet, then you don't have it. Okay. I'll go. uh, I'll swing. I'll swing for the fence on the second. Uh, Fantastic Four. Nope. Okay. All right. I'm telling you, as soon as you think of it, you're going to know the answer. This next one's probably going to give it away. The origin in all these superhero movies is usually similar. A traumatic event in childhood, often involving the loss of a parent, leaves the future superhero scarred in some way, but with mm-hmm. pre-natural powers in others. Traumatic event in childhood, often involves the loss of a parent. Is what? It, well, hold on. Is this saying that... So he's Reread that quote. Is he saying that's what other films do, or that's what this film does? He's saying the origin is similar to other movies where a traumatic childhood event... Leaves them without a parent. It leaves the future hero, the future superhero, scarred in some way, but with pre. Ter- I don't know what he's quite trying to say there. With superpowers is what he's saying. <laughs> okay, man, this is. I thought for sure I would get this just based on the first couple, but now I think I'm, really I'm, I'm too far I'm away. You, now. you just haven't thought of the movie. That's what it is. You have you forgot this movie exists. Because if, uh, if you remember this movie exists, you're going to get it immediately. Look at my movie static event in childhood. Just to my right here. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I don't know that you would own this movie. Maybe you would. I don't know, man. I own most of the Marvel movies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Especially All right. early stuff. You're in the right timeline. You got the right thought. I'm just telling you, you haven't thought of the movie yet. So, just quick thought to the. I timeline. don't remember. Hold on. I mean, it's right here. I mean, come on, man. Which character starts with a traumatic event in his childhood? At least I mean, scarred in some way. 
Yeah, there's a lot of them. Is it the original Daredevil? It is the original. Daredevil. Okay, okay. I, I I was like, I don't remember his suit being that tight, but that is something that was scratching in my head. I was like, that's the right time frame, but I couldn't get over him not having shredded abs in it. But I guess maybe he does. He I haven't does, seen it. I don't well. think you see him in the suit, but he does have. It's a little embellishment. All right. Well, got it. He got there eventually. I would. Hey. Shout out to the director's cut of that movie because it is superior to the original, and I still had fun watching that movie. I know a lot of people hate it. Yeah, his whole review of uh, the original Daredevil was very positive. I was very surprised. It got washed by a lot of critics. I don't like it, but that's just me. I mean, obviously, I prefer the show. The show is much more well done, but given the time frame and that sick Evanescence soundtrack. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I just hate I hate Gardner so much. I just think she's terrible. Well, she's very bad at his Electra. The girl that they got for the Netflix shows was a much better Electra. I don't mind Jeff, Jennifer Garner and other things, but she's not good as Electra. All right, fair enough. All right, let's try again. So if we yep. can get any better. Get got one. three out of four. That's Perfect. that's pretty good. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. That was close though. That one was tough. I mean, I think you'll like this one. This is a, we'll start with an easy quote. Not an easy quote, but it's simple to understand. He doesn't behave like most superheroes. He lacks the physical weight and gravitas. He doesn't act like a normal superhero. He waits the he lacks, lacks the weight lacks the weight and gravitas. So he's a smaller guy, I assume. Uh, why not Ant Man again? No, I like your thought process, though. That was a really good guess. I think there's only like three guesses that come out of that quote, and that's one of them. All right, let's try this next one. The movie has relationships that seem fully formed and resilient enough to last throughout the whole movies, even if it's plot mechanics, we're not able to take them to the next level. Relationships are very good, but the plot wasn't good enough to get it to the next level. Okay, not good enough to get it to the next level. Um, he likes the gravitas. I don't know. Of a traditional superhero. I just keep thinking of Andrew Garfield. I don't think he has, I mean, he's a great actor, but you could say that he lacks a gravitas in the first movie he did, I would say. I mean, it's kind of the point. He's acting like a nerd. Uh, the relationships are good. The plot devices are weak. But I would argue that by Amazing Spider-Man, most superheroes by that point aren't the gravitas kind of okay. superheroes anymore. You know what I mean? Fair. Yes. By I that do. point, he's Andrew Garfield is sort of the typical superhero. That's fair. So Paul Rudd's obviously not. Now, who else in the Marvel universe is not your typical superhero archetype? Uh, well, no, because he doesn't have his own movie. You wouldn't go. No, we wouldn't go that far. So, Paul Rudd is a solid, like you, like you said, that's one of the ones you would uh, kind of answer the question with, which makes some sense. I'm trying to think of who else would fall under kind of a similar uh, quality to him. I also don't know how recent this movie is, so that makes things a little bit that harder. Makes it very hard. Remember, the relationships in this movie are very fully formed and resilient. It's got a good Plot relationship device. or so. Okay. Man, I hate not having a time frame. I feel like that having a time frame makes everything easier because Roger Ebert did write this review. 
Oh, well, I guess uh, that, so that does that helps that limits it a little bit before 2013. Um, who, who in the Marvel Universe could be considered lacking in gravitas? I wouldn't say any of them personally. Obviously, Robert, Dooney, Robert Downey's got it. Chris Hemsworth's got it. Chris Evans got it. Uh, man, this one's tough. Uh, and I want, I don't want to like just waste a guess, but at the same time, it's like, we're, we're, we only have so much time of dilly dallying around the, just dancing around the topic. Yeah. 2013. Shoot, shoot your guess. You got it. You got, another, you got another hint coming up. I know. I got one more hint. Uh, lacking gravity. Uh, this one is X-Men first class. Nope. Not even close. I mean, James, James McAvoy in that movie. He's like, yeah, mm, I get it. Kind of a plain I get guy. your thought process. Not even close. All right, last quote. He is flippant in the face of disaster, casual to the point, to the brink of his own ruin. Read that last four words. He flippant in the face of disaster, casual on the brink of his own ruin. Casual on the brink of his own ruin. Pretty average. Oh my God, I don't know. They're good relationships. Like I don't know. My mind's spinning on this one. I think there's so many good options, and I don't want to ruin it. Lacking in gravitas. That's the one I'm really sticking to. I and know plus, you like are. solid relationships is also pretty part important. Of, part one. of me makes me think that you're you're sticking to. You got to think of. When the movie came out, this was the review. It's not a review of what the character became or anything like that. So it's what it was at the time, I guess. Those guys are so good, though. Like oh. in the original phase one, it's like I can't imagine it's one of those guys. And I don't even know which one it would be if that were the case. That's the problem. Phase two existed as well before 2013. Yeah, I guess. That's true. Trust it. Send it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's the other good guess, but it's actually Iron Man. What? If you think about it. Is he it, insane? If you think about it. You think it, Robert Downey Jr. lacks gravitas? He, in the first movie, he didn't really like That man it. is rolling in his grave right now because he's the biggest thing ever. There was no way I was ever going to pull it out with that. I, also, I agree. But if you think about the first movie, the character itself wasn't the sort of, especially compared to like the Superman and the Batmans of the time. Now, he's very much the exactly what you would think of as a superhero. But at the time, he was very unique. I hate it. I hated that one. All right, fine. Uh, Original Iron Man. Whatevs. That's five. Three to five. How many do we have? Uh, got three left. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this will this will make for a full episode. And then we'll talk some uh, She-Hulk at the end there, so be prepared. All right, let's do this. All right, this here is, we uh, go. I think you might be able to get this one... Real fast. I feel good about it. You might lose the first one. Who knows? That'd be sweet. <laughs> All right. It just simply says, at the halfway mark, halfway it is mark. just about finished introducing its characters. Oh. <laughs> so there's a lot of characters and they need to introduce everyone in the same film. So that does make it probably a team-up movie. It's good. Halfway through, though. I just rewatched 
the Guardians movie, and it's not halfway before you meet all of those main characters. It's pretty early on. Uh, you, you, I mean, they're the, you all they all meet each other at the same time, and there's plenty of the movie left. So I'm gonna I'm gonna venture away from that one. Uh, it's probably a team up movie. Could it um, be the Avengers again? It's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> it does take a while to meet all of like the team. In X-Men First Class. I know I've already hit that well once, but let's do it again. It's not X-Men First Class. No, I love that you... I really am sad that I didn't put that in here because you would have gotten <laughs> it so easily. It's, it's just weird movie to think about that movie. I guess I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe that's what it is. Uh, but you know what I mean. Like, you watched the movie, too. You don't actually meet the team until, like, halfway I through, agree. three but, quarters but, through. But the movie that this is talking about, it's also very true of Okay, um, well. It's one of the reasons I don't love it. All right. Next quote is, since the Marvel comic Empire Hopes blank is the first entry in a franchise, it's understandable that the setup would play such an important role in the first film if only there was more payoff. If only there was more payoff. So Marvel's introducing a team. It did say team. Uh, what team movies are there? Um, I did. I already said the, the first class thing. You meet them halfway through the film, though. Hopes it is the first entry in a franchise. Yes, it is the first entry in a franchise. And hopes to be anyway. Maybe it, maybe it ended up being it. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> they throw it into prequel status. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, you meet the X-Men characters pretty freaking quick, so I can't say the first X-Men movie. I feel like you do. There's no way. You mean you meet them at the school? I, maybe I haven't watched it recently enough, but I don't want that to be my guess now. Because then it just sounds like I got X-Men on my mind, but maybe. Maybe I'll do it anyway. Marvel Empire wants it to succeed uh, if only there was more payoff in the first one the whole thing culminates on the statue of liberty fight and people always make fun of it because they have a really intense fight in a gift shop and it seems like they ran out of budget at the end of the film so i'm just gonna send it is it the first x-men movie it is the first x-men movie okay yeah if you really think about it i mean because because they have to introduce logan separately um and they sort of introduce uh jane and, and cyclops as separate entities as well and then you don't meet Magneto for a while. It kind of makes sense. Um, so good. You got you got one before the, the third quote. Finally. Hey, it's the first one. Let's go. The team yeah. thing really helps. Is when you, there's very limited didn't like, team movies. Didn't like X-Men. Did not like X-Men. It got, got pretty uh, pretty panned there, the first X-Men. Which is oh, good. It's kind, of a, like it's kind of a bummer, though. I mean, I give it props for what it was at the time. I mean, they were very ambitious. Yeah, I like that they did a team-up thing, but I just... Watching it is boring. I mean, that was my entry into Marvel movies, so I got to have a little bit of a soft spot for them. All right, let's see if we can get... I'm not even sure which one's the easier clue or the harder clue here, but I'll do this one. The prolonged intro in space and the big action sequences have a cheesy retro feel to them that can be amusing, but also kind of inscrutable. I mean, the intro being in space kind of limits the... uh, what it could be uh the intro in guardians does take place a lot in space i mean it's the mother dying and then he gets pulled into space with the ravagers 
And then it jumps ahead to him robbing the one of the stones. The first half takes place in space. That's one of the only spacefaring teams we have. Who said these are all team movies? I know. I know. That's true. Okay. Uh, I know. I'm just thinking of which ones start in space as far as Marvel movies. Big action sequence. It's cheesy. Retro. Cheesy, retro, big action sequence. If at the very beginning, how... And it does. It, this one could be more modern than 2013 because, I mean, not all of them are written by that guy. This is my first guess, correct, on this one? First guess. I'll send it with Captain Marvel. It is Captain Marvel. Oh, yes. So yeah, the, good at this. I wasn't sure. The other clue I thought about was, uh, but while blank, the name of the actress, Larson. So, so, but while Larson is tough, plucky, and skilled with a well-timed quip, her chief character trait seems to be rebelliousness. I feel like there's not a lot of female characters whose chief trait is rebelliousness either, though. Also, you, the fact that you would say she would have brought me right to it. I mean, yeah, that's true. Not a yeah, lot. Of, there's not a lot of female red light, light uh, movies. Well, there's only one in Marvel. Right? Well, right. Black Widow. Well, yeah, now there's two. Yeah, you're right. Now mm-hmm. two. Um, all right, last one. Let's see if you get this, uh, I award you no extra points. So I think that's kind of fair. Boo! I'm at four out of six, so I'm still doing good. Eighty percent or whatever the, yeah, that equals you can out call to. Call that, or you could say you've only gotten two of them before the last clue. So you know, tomato, tomato. However you want to. I want you to feel bad. You want to feel good about yourself. I think it kind of works out. I think just right. the ultimate failure is not getting it after three. That is the ultimate failure. Let us know if you're listening. Have you ultimately failed at any of these? All right, last movie. Let's see what we can do here. All right, I got it. It is a film that is densely plotted, sometimes confusingly so, with big set pieces that are so big and glossy, they're depleted almost entirely of any connective sensation. That's harsh. That is harsh. That is harsh. Big, glossy set pieces that are depleted of... Depleted entirely of any connecting sensation. Uh, Doctor Strange. Not Doctor Strange. Not Lots of set pieces. It makes sense, though. Um, this is, a, I like this one. Quote, his greatest battle begins. Unquote. How many times can he have his first greatest battle? Haven't we already covered much of this territory? His first greatest battle, and it, they said we've already covered this territory. <sighs> it seems like it that naturally leads to a reboot element or some sort of remake, because he said this person's, but are are any of them their first big adventure? Let's think here. It can't be. I don't think there's no, I don't think it's going to be anything. When you to think do about it, this guy's mocking the idea that the context behind this, this quote that I just read is that he says the tagline of the poster is his greatest battle begins. And then he goes on to mock that because he doesn't think that's true. Right. So that's, that's sort of what's happening, right? The tagline of the movie is his greatest battle begins. Don't look it up. I'll soup at you. What me? I'm not going to look it up. No, I'm good. Uh, is, but he says, how is that true? We've already done this. How many times can he have the greatest battle? That's sort of what the review is saying. Big set pieces, almost nothing. 
there's only like I guess there's a couple in the I'm I'm not guessing this, but in my head, it, Amazing Spider-Man, it wouldn't be their first round going through all that. And then also there are some pretty big set pieces. Like anytime he fights the lizard going through the school or when he drops the gas onto the whole city, it gets kind of uh, big without much to tie it to the to the thing there. So that's that process. But I don't think that's the movie. Be- what was the, the first? It's very plot heavy. I got to yeah, remember densely that. Densely plotted. Densely plotted. so. Densely plotted, sometimes confusingly so. His next big adventure. Mm, man, this one's tough. I'm not going to lie. It says it's it his next biggest adventure. That's no, what the tagline. No, the tagline is his greatest battle begins. His then greatest battle. His greatest be- battle begins. And then he mocks it and says, how many times can we have his first greatest battle? Haven't we already covered much of this territory? His first greatest battle. Uh, big CGI. Um, No, because there's no way that's accurate for that movie. Um, I'm point. on a Spider-Man train right now. It's, Maybe uh, that's the point. Maybe the point is it's not supposed to be. This one's tough, and I, I, I don't have a real grip on what I'm thinking here. Densely plotted. That's the thing I got to stick to. Big set pieces. This one's tough. Uh, man, I really want to have something off the top of my head so I can just rattle one off so we can get to the next one. But I don't have one that seems like a good enough guess to That's just guess it anyway. cast off into the ether. Oh, you got to do it. And then we'll make fun of you for being an idiot. I know, but then that's no fun for me. Yeah, it is. Though. <laughs> it is. It's fun for us, and that's what's important. Okay. Uh, oh man. Okay. Uh, the second part: Grace Adventure, Thick Lipotted, Yada Yada Yada. Uh, the Wolverine. It's not the Wolverine. All right. This next quote should give it to you. Okay. Just when you think it's over, there's another fight, another villain, another climax, and another conclusion. Just when you think it's over, there's another villain. Okay, read read all of them again, or the main points from the three. The first point is it's very densely plotted, very confusing, yep. giant set pieces, big, glossy, depleted of anything good. Okay, yep. The tagline of the movie is, his greatest battle begins, but how many times have he had the greatest battle? Haven't we already covered much of this territory? So you're right. It's a reboot. And then just when you think it's over, there's another fight, another villain, and another climax. Another fight, another villain, and then another climax. So oh, which one of these movies could they... so easy. There's no way if you're listening at home that you didn't get this. Well, that sucks. I mean, yeah, there's no way. Uh, the densely plotted is throwing me off. Like, did they just mean that... This movie is universally panned because it's densely plotted and has too many villains. I have an idea of who I think it could be. I do. And I guess it would be, is it Spider-Man three? No, it's, it's, it's amazing. Spider-Man two. Oh yeah. I forgot about the reboot part. Well, I remembered, I thought amazing Spider-Man even talked about that already. I just didn't think about the second one. And that's even stupider that it's the sequel to the reboot. Then that's as, yeah, but it's okay. such a Sony thing, right? Wouldn't Sony put that on their stupid tagline because they suck at everything? 
Man, couldn't get there. Nah, uh, I really wanted to put Morbius on here. I should have put some, but I would have just said yeah, Morbius time. More, it's Morbius. It would have been a joke. It wouldn't have been a real review. I would have just said Morbius time at some point. All right. So how many were there? Six. There was eight, I believe. Or eight, yeah, eight. When yeah, I got six, I got. I think I got six. I can go back and look right now. You didn't get Amazing Spider-Man. Nope. You didn't get Shang Chi. Nope. And you didn't. You did get Daredevil eventually. You I did, did get Daredevil. Daredevil, yes. Okay, so and that's the only two you missed then. Because you got Captain Marvel immediately and you, you did get X-Men eventually. It's a six out of eight. Okay, that's not too bad. I'm not like mad at myself. Yeah, you are the, the worst though. Well yeah. That's fun. I think it's a fun little game. It, it lacks a little energy, but I kinda it's nice to just see again, yeah. So just for like anyone listening, it's hard to tell from just those quotes, but I'll just say Thor panned. Hated Thor. Shang-Chi Loved it. was the highest uh, rated, highest talked about. Avengers, yeah, lukewarm. They're like, I get it. Comic, they were sort of like comic bird nerds are going to love it. There's some cool stuff, but it's really boring towards the end, it felt like. so. Uh, Daredevil, they really kind of liked it. Iron Man, they really kind of liked it. Uh, they said it lacked a little bit, so it was more like a three out of four, I think. Captain Marvel, didn't like. They thought it was too cheesy. Um, they thought it was too bland. X-Men, panned it, didn't like it. Amazing Spider-Man 2, they thought it was garbage. <laughs> so, well, it's universally it. there. Man, thickly plotted, I guess. I mean, they did try and do that weird origin with his parents. I think that's what really yeah, mucked things that. up. And then they you did know, the whole backstory there, to Electro, which is too much plot. Did you know there was a deleted scene where he did have a scene with his not-dead father? I saw it's that thrown around awful. the internet recently, and I was like, oh... That movie really is one of the most plotted movies. Like you said, there's that whole plot with his parents. There's the whole Electro thing for no reason. Like, it's... Uh, it's and weird. then the new Goblin, which not having the original Goblin was a weird move anyway. Yeah, and having yeah, Norman just, be just you, a weird Goblin in bed dying was so weird. That's such a weird movie, man. I like They just killed Norman Osborn and didn't actually ever show the character's face. Like, how stupid. Yeah, it's wild to me. Uh, it definitely is wild to me. Uh, yeah, so that's all for that game. Uh, we do have some She-Hulk next week. Yes, indeed. We're excited about Uh We are going to do it on Mondays. We're going to stick to our regular schedule. We try to do it right after the show. Number one, it's terrible for us and our life. It doesn't really fit our schedule with our kids and everything. Also, you guys didn't listen. You didn't like it when it happened right afterwards, so maybe giving you like the week to watch the episode. I think that's got a little bit to do with it, too, because, I mean, even at best, if someone watches the episode the day it's released, do you really want to listen to a podcast the same day, the thing that you just watched? It seems like you want to marinate with it. I'm one of those Some people people are like that. We we didn't have zero listeners. That's true. We did pretty okay. It just it was lower than our average. So we're going to stick with the Monday episodes. I think she always going to be another one that, man, I really hope it's good. I really do. Here's the thing. I like we said. I like Miss Marvel. I was really glad Miss Marvel came out. I loved Miss Marvel. It was I a didn't great like that we lost a bunch of numbers. I'm sure Disney didn't like that they didn't make money. Um, I'm sure Disney didn't like that we lost viewers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they. They're like, dude, the Marvel stuff podcast. The Marvel stuff is the podcast. Pillar of pillar our of Marvel our Empire. <laughs> uh, they say that to us all the time when they pay us all that money. But uh, yeah, it was. I feel like she also going to feel similar though. I like. I think I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to think it's funny. With the guest characters showing up, it got me more excited from the teaser trailers. We get to see some Wong. Love that guy. Get to see some 
Daredevil, love that guy. Some Mark Ruffalo I Hulk. Like no Don't way, care for that. <laughs> there's no way you're turning this show on and being like, oh, I can't wait for the Wong scene. I just don't think that's true. I think you'll like it post and you're like, oh, cool. You'll watch that scene. I feel like his somewhere. scene's going to be like thrown around the internet and shared because it's not yeah. going to be super long. And then it was like, hey, yeah, yeah, Wong's back. And then they feel no reason to and watch And then they'll the, never watch the show. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I really do. Obviously, yeah. I want... Because I think she, I think that's an interesting character. Anything that has anything to do with law and crime, I'm about. People are not on board with her breaking the fourth wall. I mean, she does in the comics. I'm fine with it. Everyone's like, why didn't they let Deadpool do it first? But it's like he's already done two movies. I mean, just because it wasn't with Disney Marvel, we're making a Deadpool three. What a dumb statement. Why didn't they let Daredevil do it? Deadpool do it. Deadpool do it. Yeah, I don't know. Why didn't they let Daredevil do it? Yeah, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, so hopefully, hopefully you guys listen. I'm excited to watch it. Um, Me too. I'm excited just to see if it's it- gonna kind of transition us into another dry period. So we'll do a couple of games, and then we get Wakanda Forever. Uh, I'm a thousand percent sure we're gonna be doing uh, Black Panther week. There's no way we're not yeah. going to because that's and gonna I'm be hyped huge. I'm getting hyped for it. I'm Me too. About it. Me too, man. That trailer, sweet. Awesome. Apparently, well, there thanks. were other trailers at Comic Con. By the way, I don't know if yeah, we, we can talk about it, but we didn't well, get we to didn't watch get them because they didn't so. finish the CGI of Guardians Three. But you know, when that comes out, though, we'll review it. Yeah, it's true. When we get to see it, or like I said, by next year, you know, the next Comic Con, we're assuming we're gonna be so big at our yeah, growth rate. I know we're you just guys, gonna be there. So. We should really have press passes in, like being able to interview Will Poulter about being Adam Warlock. I mean, that'd be pretty yeah, cool. We're pretty much there at this point. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're right. We're right Not on quite, the brink. But we are. Getting, Share with your friends, though. We would love. We would love to get to that point. We have to we're, actually get that point. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Agree. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out. Join us on our Facebook group as always. Like, share, review, share this around. And uh, until next week, just try not to have too much fun without us.